When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's the most anticipated WNBA season in history. And you know what that means. Court is back in session. Welcome to Queens of the Court, an Odyssey original podcast. I'm your girl, Cheryl Swoop. And I'm Jordan Robinson. All WNBA season long, we'll be bringing you interviews with star athletes, analysis on your favorite teams, and lots of hot takes. Order, order in the court. Follow and listen to Queens of the Court on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. My God, I look at what he does and where he's going to line up. This is a guy that, to me, has all the opportunity in the world to be the wide receiver 1.1. Always connect on those deep passes like they did last year. I'm like a centrist. Three catches, 40 yards, zero touchdowns. Then he goes nuclear. Yeah, just 10 targets, 201 yards, four touchdowns. That's the greatest hit I've ever seen. This is Reception Reception, the show. James Cole and Matt Harmon. What's cracking, everybody? James Coe, Matt Harmon here with you. Episode numero uno, Matt Harmon, on the show that you created, The Reception Perception, the show. What's going on, man? Oh, my God. Long time coming to bring this to podcast form and very excited. And James, would you say that this show is almost like a blank slate? Like, obviously, we did the Reception Perception show last year uh, for our subscribers and everything, but it feels like this year, whole new territory, whole new ball game, and um, I'm pretty I'm pretty gassed up about it. I mean, I, I don't know how between this and, and my show with Yahoo, how <laughs> I'm going to have a voice by the end of the season, but I am excited about it either way. I think it's fair to say we have never and we will never, we will never see this kind of wide receiver movement ever again. I mean, we're talking about A.J. Brown. We're talking about Tyreek Hill. Um, you know, we're talking about Amari Cooper to a degree, too. Uh, not necessarily in that, you know, upper echelon tier. But again, a big name yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. moving on. You know what I mean? And it's just Devontae Adams, the best receiver Devontae in football. Adams going to the Raiders. Like, we'll never see this kind of wide receiver movement ever again. I mean, I would assume so. It's hard to imagine that, like, what, next season is Justin Jefferson and Cooper Cup going to get traded? Probably not. But, yeah, it's it's a good time. Listen, buddy, it's, it's a good time to be it. in the wide receiver business. It's a good time. Yes, indeed it is. All right, uh, we've got a great show here lined up in front of us here today. We're going to try and knock out some of these dudes. Um, talk about some of these high-profile guys, man. Cooper Cup, we're definitely going to talk about Alan Lazard, Michael Pittman. Maybe we'll get to a few more in uh, today's episode as well. All right, can we just start right there, though? You mentioned Cooper Cup. Um, and if you are new to this whole reception perception thing, you know, for a long time, Matt, um, when I consumed your stuff, I really hyper-focused in on success rate versus man coverage. And 
Cooper Cup is that one guy. He's such an anomaly in so many different ways, mm. man. The way this guy can dominate the position as a slot receiver is something we haven't seen for a long time. The way that he can dominate this game as a zone beater is something that we haven't seen uh, fairly often, especially according to your metrics. You know, kind of give us a, a little breakdown. What are your thoughts on Cooper Cup's success rate versus man, which, by the way, wasn't that great versus how dominant he was against zone coverage. Yeah, I think, well, for one, we were right to focus so heavily in on success rate versus man coverage. You know, Josh Scott uh, did a great article on our website, a great in-depth study. If people haven't checked it out, they should. And it show, his work shows that the most important metric for indicating future success, indicating future production, is indeed success rate versus man coverage, no matter what. Whether you line up as an X, a slot, a Z, whatever – if you beat man coverage at a high rate, you're going – odds are you're going to be good. Odds are you're going to put up numbers at some point. However, for these guys like Cooper Cup who line up at a high rate in the slot or off the line of scrimmage, you know, that aren't your traditional X receivers, the more snaps that you get, the higher rate of snaps that you take in the slot, the more important your success rate versus zone coverage is. And I think that's the important thing that – we need to take both numbers together, especially depending on where you line up. So Cooper cup, you know, is a guy that doesn't, he doesn't do what your normal X receiver does. You know what, like Devonte Adams or Stefan Diggs. you know, back in the day, the, the Julio Jones types of receivers, um, he puts up numbers like those guys, but this is one of the things James that actually originally kind of sparked the idea of reception perception was, um, like think about back in the day, I, I get made this example a few times this off season, but back in the day that like Patriots offense, which it feels crazy to say back in the day with this, but you know, when Randy Moss like put up a historic <laughs> yeah. touchdown season and Wes Welker was doing his thing out of the slot. I remember even just watching football back then and thinking those two guys both have WR next to their name, but they, they're not doing anything similar to each other. You know, they, they might as right. well be playing different positions and Cooper cup might as well be playing a different position than a guy like a Julio Jones in his prime, who was just that pure ISO X receiver. So alignment matters a lot. And when you look at Cooper cup, who last year in his sample snaps lined up 64.6% of his snaps in the slot, 7.4% in the backfield and was off the line of scrimmage, you know, and so that means he can move around pre-snap. He's not tethered to the line on 70.5% of his snaps. That means he's a guy that does need to beat a lot of his own coverage. He's going to get a lot of layup looks as that slot receiver for the Rams offense. And he just happens to be the best zone beating receiver in the NFL during the reception <laughs> perception era. He's his, he's, right. He has multiple seasons over 80%, over 85% success rate versus zone coverage. And then last year. Obviously, he goes nuclear in the stat sheet. He goes nuclear in reception perception. 91.4% success rate versus zone coverage last year. That's obviously number one from last season. But, James, it's also number two all time for the entire reception perception database. So, RP backs it up. He went nuclear last year. We, we got to place a lot of importance for a guy that, you know, again, just based on the numbers, Cooper Cup saw man coverage on 27% of his uh, his sampled routes. Zone coverage, 72% of his sampled routes. So it's more important that he beats zone coverage because that's the type of coverage <laughs> that he's getting. Yeah, you, you mentioned number two historically, only the great Antonio Brown, who, by the way, has the number one and the number three uh, all-time zone-beating success rate, uh, according to your metrics, uh, historically in reception perception. Just just to give you an idea of how good freaking Antonio Brown was. But, uh, oh, but yeah, he's – I mean – 
just as good as Cooper Cup beating zone and then just phenomenal beating man as well. It's like, oh my gosh, Antonio Brown was an absolute monster. Uh, but yeah, what what a uh, what a weird slide Antonio Brown uh, has had over yeah, the last couple of years. Yeah, it's well, been a, a little yeah. bit. Uh, yeah, okay. A little weird. <laughs> <laughs> but going back to Cooper Cup's success rate versus man, where did he rank? He ranked uh, what thirtieth, thirty first uh, in twenty twenty one against man coverage, which again. You're looking, we're talking about like the Nico Collinses of the world. You know what I'm saying? This is not, this is not, uh, this is not high level stuff uh, against man coverage. So it does, again, surprise me quite a bit to see him be so successful. Hey everyone, this is Brett Boone. Would you know it? I've got a podcast going strong in our fourth year. Tune in as I sit down with my friends, some of the biggest names in sports, media, entertainment, for a lot of fun and in-depth conversations. As you know, baseball's been my life. It's been in the family for a long time, but it's a lot more than that here. It's sort of like taking a ride in a golf cart around a beautiful track. Join me every week for multiple episodes on the Brett Boone Podcast, available on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. I think the thing about a guy like Cooper Cup is a good example of this, and this is the benefit of modern NFL coaching um, because it opens up the possibility for other wide receivers. Um, I, I mean, Cooper Cup has never been a great – I mean, he was really good against – by the way, like this, this – what you talked talking about last year, 67.6% success rate versus man, 76.7% success rate versus press, which is pretty good. Only saw press coverage on 11% of his routes, so not a high rate. Those were right. solid numbers, um, but they're like career bests for Cooper Cup. So there's definitely a level, and obviously the zone numbers are career best. He certainly took his game up a notch as an individual player last year, in addition to also getting hit with a huge quarterback upgrade. Um, right. Cooper Cup has talked about this, where he spent this offseason, the past offseason, like studying coverage angles to be a better man coverage beater. So the data wow. backs that up. But the funny thing is, yeah, he's never been an elite press man coverage beater, but he's lined up so much off the line and in the slot that it really doesn't matter. And I know this sounds like a hot take to, for a guy that just led the freaking NFL and catches yards and touchdowns, but <laughs> I think that if Cooper Cup had ten come, come into the NFL like 10 years ago and there yeah. weren't these you know progressive coaches like Sean McVay, you know, that whole tree – I think there's a chance that Cooper Cup, who's a bigger wide receiver, some dumbass coaching staff looks at him and is like, oh, yeah, let's throw him out as our X receiver. And he might like legitimately be a guy who would have washed out of the league. I think, again, that sounds like a hot take, but it's a credit to Cooper Cup, the player. Who There's a reason he's one of the best zone beaters in the NFL. He's super smart and he's, he, he reads coverages like a quarterback. His dad was a quarterback. There was a chance he was going to play quarterback as a right. as like a high school player. Um so there's a lot of that. Obviously, it's a credit to the player, but it's a credit to the coaching staff too that that's made this ultra unique role for him that gets him into such advantageous spots. Well, let's talk about Cooper Cup moving forward here, right? Uh, looking into his 2022 prospects. Okay, last year this guy just went absolutely bonkers, man. 191 targets for Cooper Cup, and he caught 145 of them. 75, 76% catch rate, man. Um, more than 1,900 yards. We're talking about 16 receiving touchdowns as well. I mean, just the fact that he got 10.2 yards per target talks about the efficiency uh, that this man saw in 2021. Look, it, it's Matt, it's impossible to say, okay, well, hey, let's, uh, uh, re regression, regression. Uh, yeah. I get it, you know? I get it, but still... 
Boy, I tell you, with Stafford there, and let's pray nothing's wrong with Stafford's elbow, but if Stafford's healthy and available, tell me why Cooper Cup can't post, you know, another 1,800 yards, another, you know, 12 to 15 touchdowns. Why can't he do that? I mean, there's no reason that he can't. Again, and the funny thing is about – I've talked to actually pro-level receivers about this, you know, guys that don't play in the slot a ton, like a, like a Mike Evans. I had an interview with him a few months ago, and, um, you know, he talked about how – it's really hard. It's easier when you're that outside receiver to dedicate, you know, extra defenders, coverage, you know, double teams, whatever, shade safety to the outside. Right. It's really hard to take away the slot receiver. It's really hard to take away you, a guy that, again, he's going to see a lot of coverage just by the design of defenses. And it's another thing, too, to, to come back to the zone success rate. NFL coverage has changed a lot in the like since RP started in 2014 till now. There's so much more zone based defenses going on out there. Like you're naturally going to get a lot of really good layup coverage looks, uh, and it's you can't just take your number one. Well, a lot of number one corners don't travel into the slot, so it's really hard right. for um, defenses to quote key in on or double cover Cooper Cup or something like that. So I I don't I agree. I don't see a path where you know he he can he's probably going to regress. He's probably not going to repeat the triple crown. You know, leading right. the NFL and catches yards and touchdowns, but he's got so much room to regress and still be the number one receiver in fantasy or the number two or number three or whatever. Like, I don't see any situation where, like, last year was not a flash in the pan uh, for me. Yes. I, I think he posts another big season this year. And honestly, you look at that passing offense, it's like Cooper Cup and Allen Robinson, Van Jefferson's hurt, and not a lot of other like target getters. So the Rams, I think, are just, they're all, they've always been a team that just plays the hits. And I think they're just going to play the hits again this year. I totally agree with you. So I, it's like, I, I understand taking Jonathan Taylor 1.1. I obvious. That's the obvious call. I get it. But, <laughs> but if we're talking about the safest pick in fantasy, I don't think you can get away from Cooper cup to me is the safest pick in fantasy. You know, you're going to get an absolute savage posting big numbers in 2022 that's why i'm i'm really intrigued man like i get it jt's the home run pick man and and um and if i'm at 1.1 i'm probably taking jt too but i'm just saying i'm a lot more conflicted about it than a lot of other fantasy analysts that that's all i would say that's how high i regard cooper cup coming into this season man yeah i'm i'm with you there's just no way he doesn't smash this here no way <laughs>